Hey, yo, the Deej. Yeah? Did you finish your homework? Yes. Did you do your chores? Yes. Even the dog poo? Yes. Do you want to watch a movie? Sure. What are we watching? As they ravage the land, so too they learn to draw new life from the sun. Today, once more, they will replenish themselves, cheat death again, through the power of their source, their treasure, their fate, the dark crystal. Hello, good peoples, and welcome to episode 8 of Movies My Gen Made Me Watch. My name is no longer the Deej, but the Dej. I'm a totally different person now. I don't... Has, has the podcast been hijacked? What's going on? Should I have, like, chamber music playing in the background as you do this? What accent? What, what are we doing here? I, I don't know. No? You, you no, don't know? No. I, I, I just went on with it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Movies My Dad Made Me Watch. Uh, and it's episode 8, in case you didn't pay attention. Well, in the beginning. I mean, you did say it in that kind of... I don't know what you're going with on that, but it's it's fine. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to Miss Aqua last week, we are covering the greatness, the amazingness, the okay. genius that is... The Dark Crystal. The Dark Crystal. The Deej, this movie was everything I hyped it up to be, was it not? It was an okay movie, yeah. It was, it was an okay movie, my foot. <laughs> you and mom were sitting there <laughs> bashing this film after having watched the trailer. Just going to say, oh, this movie is not going to be great. And at the end, both of y'all were saying this movie was fantastic. Right or wrong, Deej? Oh, That's right, right, baby. That's right. Daddy coming through. Oh, okay, Dad. Go back into your safe zone. Go back into your safe zone. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Also, um, big shout out to the listeners as well. Oh, yeah, we got like 607 plays, people. Guys. Thank you so very much for the support out there. Like, we're getting a lot of plays all of a sudden, and... Like, we're getting plays from, like, Albania and Germany. Like, shout out Albania and Germany. Oh, and Canada as well. And we don't know nobody that's from there, but uh, we appreciate the listen. Thank you very much. Uh, Anyway, I think we should probably just go right into the business of things. What do you say? Oh, yeah. Which, when I looked through it earlier, looks like it's going to be very interesting. You know... I found out some cool things. I mean, obviously, we don't go into a lot of it. But anyway, we found some really, really cool stuff. So, The Dark Crystal was released in December of 1982. You were three. Pardon? You were three. I was three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was written and directed by the genius that is Jim Henson. Uh, Frank Oz did co-direct this film as well. Jim Henson, um, as you know, created a ton of puppets for Sesame Street. Uh, he also created his own show called The Muppet Show. Woohoo! <laughs> the Muppet Show is really, really cool. I haven't shown you any of the original uh, Muppet Show episodes, but I want to say they might be out on one of the streaming uh, services. Disney Plus. Is it on Disney Plus? Okay, so we got to sit there and watch the original because, bro, I'm telling you, like the two curmudgeon men that are like up there on the balcony just talking <laughs> junk, like that's my life. Like that's a total move. <laughs> Those are you guys. Those are my guys. It's totally, those are my aces. Uh, anyway, um, he, you know, he gave us uh, Kermit, Miss Piggy, Animal, Fozzie Bear, like the whole bit. Like the, the guy was totally, away. totally amazing dude. <gasps> Jim Henson passed in 1990. Yeah. And he was really, really young. I mean, relatively speaking, obviously, like, I think, but he was in like his early 50s and he ended up. I think he ended up passing away of like what pneumonia or something like that, which was was really really a shame. Um, 
but like his company is still working. I think they still Jim Henson. Yeah, Jim Jim Henson like his his company mm-hmm. um still goes out and does a lot of stuff um and produces stuff. As a matter of fact, I believe his company is responsible uh for uh, which uh, matter of fact, I don't want to jump too afraid. I'll tell you that in a minute. Um also uh, Frank Oz. Frank Oz is ama- amazing in his own right, and I'm sure you're going to be familiar uh, with him uh, when I go a little bit further. Uh, so anyway, uh, he went to work for Jim Henson uh, when he was really young. I want to say it was like 19. Uh, he helped develop a lot of Muppets himself along with Jim Henson. Uh, Frank Oz was uh, an amazing puppeteer. He performed over uh, 75 productions. Hmm. Uh, this movie, of course, and also in another uh, movie, which is uh, our podcast favorite movie, uh, one of our favorite movies, which is Labyrinth. He worked on that, too. Oh, nice. David Bowie's in that song. Oh, yeah, you know round it, buddy. Round, round of applause for David Bowie. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, also, Frank Oz, which is uh, where we really know him from, mm-hmm. is the voice and main puppeteer for... Yoda! You do not know the force. Yeah. You human. <laughs> that's actually that's actually a really good uh, impression there, bud. Thank you. Um, we'll actually be covering a Frank Oz movie uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to tease it for now, but we'll share it with you at the end of our podcast today. The film score was composed by a dude uh, named Trevor Jones. He also did the score for Labyrinth as well and another great film uh called the last of the mohicans uh it's absolutely amazing movie starring uh one of my favorite actors of all time was daniel day lewis um it's a movie that you can't quite see yet violence oh bro it's brutal but um it's a fantastic movie and i can't wait to show it to you uh the movie starred the voices of uh stephen garlic as jen uh who was the elfling mm-hmm. uh and jim henson the actually elfling. performed excuse me gelfling excuse me uh, Jim Henson was the performer for Jen. Uh, Lisa Maxwell was the voice for Kira. And it was performed by Catherine Mullen. Billy Whitelaw was the voice for Agra. And that was performed by Frank Oz. Nice. Uh, Barry Denon uh, was the Chamberlain. And the Chamberlain was also performed by uh, Frank Oz. And, of course, many, many more performers uh, throughout the movie that, you know, obviously... There was a lot of people that, you know, was in it. Anyhow, uh, the movie cost uh, $25 million to make. Okay. And it made $40.5 million, oh, which... They got pretty decent chunk of change. I mean, I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it would be considered a success, though, so I'm not sure. Yeah, it's uh, the 1980s. I mean, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Uh, on its first weekend, it made four point six million. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, finishing third behind uh, movies Tootsie and The Toy, which both of them are really, really good. Uh, Dustin Hoffman uh, was in Tootsie, um, and then you had Richard Pryor, who was in The Toy. It was a great, great film. What's The Toy? Uh, the Toy uh, is a, is a Richard Pryor movie, and um, well, you know, I'll tell you off the podcast. Good movie. Probably doesn't hold up too well nowadays, but good movie. Nice. I'll show you later. Um, and then uh, some parents, I guess, were reluctant to show the kids this movie, though, uh, due to the dark nature of the film. And everyone kind of being used to Jim Henson being, you know, the Muppet guy. Yeah, you know, like it's a, all kind of... Like a very light character. Exactly and right. this film is the exact opposite. It's, it's the more exact uh, opposite. Shing-shings. <laughs> Shing-shings. <laughs> Uh, Netflix in 2019 released a prequel series called The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Well, when this episode's over, we should go watch it. I think we should check out some episodes of it as well. Um, I heard that, um, it's only getting two seasons, uh, due to it not doing very well. However, that could be not fully investigated quite yet but right. yeah i'm i mean even so i'm still kind of looking uh forward to it but anyway that would be the business side of the movie and now it's on to the important side <laughs> oh, of things. here we go again <laughs> the important side of things of a movie that you didn't give a crap about i i i i um put hmm, let me just think 100% of the effort in <laughs> to writing this. I totally oh. wrote this. Oh, you... Oh, really? You're going to take we credit for all these notes? <laughs> we start off the movie with a voiceover talking about the history of the mystics and the skexies. Am I saying that right? Sex, uh, skexies. Skexies. I, yeah. Okay, so I did say it right. 
And then a super dope shot of the castle, which looks like something out of a Dio album. Oh, it's 100% uh, a freaking Dio album, What's dude. What's that one with the rainbow in the dark? Oh, yeah, this, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like a rainbow in the, in the dark. dark. Oh, dude, that's such a mm-hmm. rad, rad song. And they're now cheating death by use uh, or by use of the dark, the dark crystal. The uh, Skeksis are, yeah. Yeah. And the ceremony of the sun, a new emperor being picked today, possibly, because the old one's dying. Yes. Yes, he is. And <laughs> mom said that she wanted to swipe, swipe left once she saw these people. <laughs> <laughs> we had to tell mom that, unfortunately, I wasn't on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, swipe left. Get these people <laughs> off my television. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crystal, and the crystal cracked 1,000 years ago. And then we meet the Mystics, who are a group of people that lived in the way of peace. They weren't like the Skeksis, who were just full-blown chopping people oh, smithereens. those guys are like the, the, the pure embodiment of evil, for sure. Yeah, which... Might... And the Mystics are yeah. obviously the opposite, yeah. Yeah, which is very interesting. And then they have to summon the one that will save them, because their oldest and wisest is also dying, mm-hmm. which... Interesting how it's coming around the same time. Just saying. And then we see the uh, Jen waterfall scene, our first introduction to Jen. <laughs> Jen, my guy, put some flipping clothes on. Bro, ain't nobody trying to see your naked body uh, over there on the side. Like, I understand you got to get washed up. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, but we you, understand. What, what, we just sitting there just playing the daggone jazz flute? Just naked <laughs> right next to the waterfall? What's going on, Jen? <laughs> um, Apparently, Jen is a chosen one. Yeah. And... He is the person chosen to save the wolves mm-hmm. from, well, we'll find out later. Right. The puppet work in the running scene is really dope. Apparently, like, four people were working on it. That's what I understand. I think uh, there may have been, even been more uh, working overall, but apparently each puppet on the set had at least four puppete- puppeteers per per puppet, which is just Jeez. insane. Emphasis on how good the puppets, oh, the puppeteers are. 100%. Like, they are amazing. Like, master class stuff, dude, mm-hmm. for sure. And then um, we... We learn about the the crystal shard and how all of, or all the Skeksis killed most of Jen's race, if not all. Uh, yeah, as we know right now, yeah. um, Jen is the only Gelfling that is uh, in this world. Okay, cool. That, well, not cool actually. Well, I mean, right. Yeah, you, you understand what I said. <laughs> right. And then um, we hear the first mention of Ogra, mm-hmm. who apparently is very important on his mission. And the and then the elder mystic just calls him Gelfling, like yeah, yeah. I think like the the entire time he's like like I think my I think he says it towards the end, mm-hmm. um. But like he's just called he's like come here Gelfling, <laughs> like dude he's got a name bro. <laughs> and then he has these sick last words. Oh yeah. Remember me, Jin. We may meet. We may meet again in the next life, but don't. But do. But not again in this one. Yeah. And then. Fades out of existence. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And then the emperor death scene. Oh, the freaking sexy yeah, emperor. Like, crumbles. Ugh. Bro, I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. like that and the Artex scene, yeah. right in uh, the Never Ending Story. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about childhood trauma that will never be prepared. Okay. <laughs> Chamberlain makes his first appearance and his greatest noise ever. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's really good. Watch you try. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> like kids everywhere probably suffered from that man. <laughs> yeah, it's Where just, just crumbled. Just into not a good. Pieces. Just not a good look at all, man. And then mom says that there might be a connection between the two. How they died around similar times, which. Good thinking, Mom. Well, it's interesting because, uh, you know, you and Mom have never seen this movie before prior to, Mm -hmm. you know, me showing it to you. Mm -hmm. So um, I was like, I mean, as we go into the movie more, you'll find out. Mm -hmm. But like, I was like, okay, Mom, I see. I see you over there. Noish. Noish. And you see like the outfit, right? This was actually um, an illustration. Well, like a reference to an illustration by Lewis Carl. Who wrote Alice in Wonderland? 
Uh, Lewis Carroll. Yeah, uh, Carol. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the the court, I guess, of the emperor. Yeah. Like, is wearing kind of like robes and ruffles and stuff, like yeah. very like Elizabethan. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They yeah. Drew a picture. Yeah. That had crocodiles in that kind of like type of uh, drip. Yeah. Much. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess um, uh, Jim Henson kind of used that as reference for his uh, Skeksis uh, characters. Which. Day. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Jen starts his quest for the shard, which beautiful travel scene. Oh, there's some gorgeous travel scenes in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering, like, how like the puppets, di- how they like did it. You know, um, I think on the close up shots that you see, that's all puppetry. But you know, there was some some kind of long shots and some wide shots of Jen like traveling down like the mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that was just like um, just an actor. You know, oh, that yeah. was kind of wearing, like, gin makeup, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Mm, it's time to make my move. Oh, it's Chamberlain, dude. He's plotting right there, trying to get up on the throne, man. And then the general general also tries. Yeah, and it seems like the court. The throne. Yeah, I think there's more people in the court that's on the side of the general than there is on, on uh, the side of the Chamberlain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can just call him Chamberlain, man. Yeah. We have to put the there. <laughs> He's the Chamberlain. No, no. He has an actual name, but, I, like, I just... just... call him Chamberlain. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> End of argument. <laughs> and then they do trial by stone, and originally you think, like, oh, they're going to grab swords and they're going to do a bloody bounce to the death. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm here for it. No, they, um, they hit a, a Kakashiki rock. Uh, yeah, I think... I think that's how you pronounce it. And it's the... Yeah. yeah. First of all, this is an amazing, amazing... Oh, oh puppetry's a top, top notch. Right. But, like, the idea that, okay, I have a sword, and I'm going to take a whack at the stone to try to get the biggest chunk off it, right? Because isn't it, like... Isn't it the trial of stones, like, the person that gets the, the biggest chunk... Wins. Yeah, basically becomes the emperor, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on. This is a great idea. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, why are you face-palming? It's dumb. How can you tell your leader by someone smacking a stone with the sword? Because you might just be lucky. Well, I mean, luck. I'd it's rather a. Hey, okay, all right, fine, 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 fine. But you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. You know what I mean? <sighs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Didn't you call your first cheese on that too? By the way. Oh yeah, like the swords, like. Um, so they look amazing, but, like, you see them wiggle. Like, they're wiggling. Like, you know there's what, no man. use in You know, it. I don't even know why I even suggested this idea of trying to do these movies. Because all you, <laughs> all you do is bash Let them. me. Let me do the movie. Or we're going to take three hours to do this. No, okay, we're going to listen to that. Boom. The general knocks the whole top of the stone off. Just gone. Just gone. Disintegration. Like, I mean, you knew who was the emperor after that happened. And then Chamberlain is stripped down and then thrown off the court. Naked as a jaybird, man. And then the crystal calls and they run to the crystal and see a vision in the crystal. Mm -hmm. And where they see um, Jen. So they send out the Gartham. Gartham? Yeah, Gartham. Uh, yeah, the bugs. Yeah, and yeah. they look great. Oh, I, dude, those, mm-hmm. I guess they would be suits, right? Mm-hmm. Or or whatever whatever they are. It's awesome. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, man. And then Chamberlain sees the bugs leave, and then he begins to plot his scheme. Mm-hmm. And mom says, hell have no fury like a man stripped to his drawers. <laughs> Shout out mom for that great line. Yes. <laughs> and then Jen is um on like a hill looking for Urga. Or... Uh, uh, Ogra. Ogra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then gets trapped in vines. Yes, And then that's we right. see a hard, we see a hand and we see an eyeball. And I'm just like, hold up. What's this movie rated? <laughs> How is this not rated R just because of the scene? <laughs> Out. Yeah. Cheese too. Okay. And we didn't raise the last one. That was Gorgonzola. Okay. This Gorgonzola one is now is is extreme cheese oh. because the eye looks so fake. 
Are you, you thought it looked fake? Dude, that thing looked hella real, man. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I, okay, fine. Fine, you have your cheese moment. Carry on. Boo you, sir. <laughs> and then they walk up to the thing. I forget what's called. The herb. Um, laboratory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is an amazing shot. Oh, like, yeah. once that cave, like, opens up and oh, exposes yeah, like, it. Yeah. Oh, man. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to take a picture of that and put on uh, put that on our stories later. And then we hear about the Great con- con- Conjunction. Uh-huh. Is the end or the beginning? We get some interesting dialogue there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Orga just dumps a whole bunch of shards on the ground because Jen said he won. Well, <laughs> well, that was the whole mission was to go see Ogra to 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 get the shards, right? Mm-hmm. And then she comes over with that box and completely just dumps them on the floor, like, "Yo, lady, this might be important." Like, why are you just throwing these freaking shards? Like, what if it breaks even more? Are you crazy? They round it down to three. And yes. before we go into it, I'm guessing the middle. You did. You did guess the middle. And guess what? I also, I do like building up when I'm wrong, too. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, you were right. Eat you it, guessed Dad. completely right. <laughs> well, I already knew which one it was going to be. I didn't have to guess. Well, I said anyway, so it stands. All right. And then enough. the bugs crushed the party. Yes, the bugs came in. And Jen just stands there like a total noob. Like, go! what are you doing? What are you doing, Jen? You see all these creeps coming in and breaking down walls. You're just going to sit there and stand and watch, you noob. Get yeah. out of here. But but I'm sorry to go back. He did use his flute, which I mean, how do you know to use your flute to find the crystal? I mean, yeah, fair enough. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I like it. I like I like, I like the jazz flute. I think it's and good. And then uh, convenience and cheese. Oh, what are we calling convenience and cheese? When he got down the hill in like not even three milliseconds. Okay. And then you has the shot where he looks up and he yeah. sees that the, the laboratory is burning. Like, okay, I have to admit, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was what? Would you say convenience and cheese? So oh, this yeah, is 100%. the hundred year old cave. cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Chamberlain see or yeah, Chamberlain sees Jen run away. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll keep doing it till my dying day. Oh, it's a good. It's a good sound. It's a good mm. sound. And then Jen sees a vision into the shard. We don't really know what it is quite yet. I think the vision is... I think what he's seeing is um, the Dark Crystal getting the original like crack into it oh, okay. and having the shard pop out. Yeah. And then um, we see a mysterious footprint. And then Jen gets startled by this weird like pomeranian dog. Okay, real quick, I, mm-hmm. I want to mention this scene uh, because first of all, this whole scene looks like something out of Tatooine or oh, something yeah. like that. Which I wonder if like he consulted Lucas, you know, at all. I'm like, hey, you know, whatever. But anyway, I, what I wanted to mention about this scene is everything is like there's so many things that are actual puppets. Mm-hmm. As you're as they're doing that kind of uh, sweet pan that was like going the left to right, where everything's alive. like you see all the things popping down and going up, and then you have like the thing flying up there, yeah. like it's all puppets. It's unbelievably awesome. And I'm actually a well, if you haven't seen one of our posts where I made a Kirby clay clay dude, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I do stop motion stuff. Yeah, and. As knowing stop motion and how it works, I feel like some of this is used by stop motion. Uh, you know, I don't know. I was I was reading a little bit in in Wikipedia, and I didn't see anything about stop motion. But if you think that you noticed something, I mean, right on. That's really cool. Regardless of it, that whole kind of scene was yeah. really really neat. And sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Kira, Kira Woo-hoo! is in the movie. We finally meet her, dude. It's your hero of the movie. Yes. Um. We'll get to that. We'll get that at the end. We'll save that. Save that for the end. Um, and then Jen's like, "Oh, I was supposed to be the only one." Ugh. Oh, I don't know if he was necessarily kind of doing that. I think he was shocked to see mm-hmm. another Gelfling for sure. And then I'm gonna say something. Kira tries to help Jen out of the mud. Talk about a bad first impression. Why? You meet. A friend in the mud. Like, that's not a good first impression. Yeah, okay, I like, can see that. Like, they don't matter too much, but it does give a good understanding. I would say it's also, like, an interesting story. Like, if they ended up being, you know, like, um, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend or mm-hmm. something like that in the end, right? Yeah. Okay, the mushy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, it would be an interesting story. Like, yeah. oh, you'll never believe how we met. Like, oh, this idiot was stuck in the mud. <laughs> and <laughs> I had to give him a handout, anything. Um, my cheese four? The mind-meld montage? Oh, 
Gosh, dog it. It's not because it's bad. Because it's actually really brilliant. Okay. But why are we calling cheese? Because I love this part. When they're sharing the memories, remember where they show him as a naked baby? <laughs> you don't show that to your new friend, buddy. That's not how you make good relationships. <laughs> you know, dude, I'm not mad at that take. I'm not mad at the take. Like, the last thing I want my potential girlfriend to see <laughs> is me <laughs> naked as a baby. <laughs> Like, I'm cute and all, but dang it, can I get a diaper on? You know what I'm saying? And then Kira talks about the, or talks to the Swamp Thing, and Fizzgeek, which is the fluffy dog. Yeah, 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 that Pomeranian um, type thing. Tries yeah. to bite Jen. <laughs> he doesn't trust him, dude. And then we see the babies of the Swamp Thing. Oh, the babies so of the Swamp They're so cute. They're so and cute. And then this next bit's really, yeah. really disappointing. <laughs> like, I actually started crying. <laughs> Um, we the see next it flash to one of the same babies on a platter cooked. Cooked. Yes, because apparently it's a delicacy for the Skeksis. And then Daddy giggles like a child, like a maniac. Oh, it's Jeez. hilarious. It's How hilarious. is that funny? Because you and Mom are like completely just sitting there like, oh, look, it's the little baby. I'm like, hey, circle of life, guys. Okay? You gotta eat. Apparently it's a, <laughs> it's a delicacy. <laughs> And then the dinner scene goes on way too long. Like, it's impressive. Like, you can see that they're trying to flex their muscles oh, on you. Dude, look. The puppeteers are completely flexing in this entire scene, okay? All they're doing is showing them their their master class on how to operate puppets, right? Especially at that kind of, that size and, and everything else, right? But honestly, I think the dinner scene was a little... Uh, a little fat. Ah, uh, 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 why are you trying to steal my pun? Why are you trying to steal my pun? Because I can read your mind. Okay, fine, fair enough. I realize superpowers. I can use twenty percent of my brain. Well, you can only use ten. Um, I don't believe you, sir. Okay, as a matter of fact, I'm holding up a card right now. What is on said card? There is no card. Brandon. <laughs> what are you trying to pull like the Matrix on me? Yes. <laughs> Okay, get out of here. Uh, do you think this is a good time to take a break, man? Yeah, I do think it is. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> and we're back with old people yelling at birds. Majestic, beautiful stuff. <laughs> I can't comprehend what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> Well, how are you? What's going on? You don't know the force. <laughs> okay, this has officially gone off the rails. It's officially gone off the rails. We are now falling to our impending doom. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> the, well, as you can tell, the Skeksis kidnap Ogre. And Ogre gives him the straight business. Oh, the straight business. Like, you guys are idiots. You even got the wrong person. What is wrong with y'all? And then Ogre starts talking about the prophecy. And, and with that case, the birds respond with sending out the crystal bats. That's right, because the crystal bats are their, um, their spies. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jen and Kira have a sweet jam on the thing. Just... Dude, she starts singing and all of a sudden he brings out the little uh, pan flute over there. And then just And then just such a sweet little jam session on the river there. Okay, all right, fair enough. Do what? Yes, we need it. And then... Oh, well, Kira just strip slingshots it. Oh, but... like her superior aim. Oh, man. Jen, just sit down and let Kira work. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, Jen... What are you doing, bro? Nothing. Okay. Just, just the awesome, amazing girl. Yeah. Just she's absolutely amazing, dude. Like she's the equivalent if Deadpool was a girl, like super duper awesome. <laughs> oh, nice. We just need to give her a set of katanas and dual pistols, and we're good. I mean, I think she's doing fine with what she's got. I mean, she was sitting there doing the daggone David and Goliath to the crystal bat. You know what I mean? Although the crystal bat still sheesh. Yeah. They always know. Yep, it still clocked them. And then we see the Poddling Village. Uh-huh. One of my favorite scenes of the movie. Um, it is the quintessential fantasy pub scene with people getting drunk and listening to music. Every single fantasy movie that I've ever seen always has this 
pub scene with like a sweet like little house band Mm -hmm. and everyone's just kind of getting drunk, having a good time, eating in the whole bit. Mm -hmm. It's a really, really cool scene. And now for for Dad's favorite category. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Not yet. No. Did we... Did we talk about uh, oh, what no. like some of our favorite um, oh, yeah, sorry. scenes bad. are? No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I, I'm going to say it wrong, but this is how I've always said it. So I'm sorry. But are they better, the band, better than the... Wait, wait, which band? <laughs> the house band in uh, the movie we're watching now? Yeah. Okay, in the Podlings band? Okay. Versus the, the Modal Nodes, the band from Masalis. I know I'm saying it wrong, but that's how... Is it everyone... Eastley? It's Mas- Eastley. East- Easily, but everyone says Masalis. Okay, I mean you know that Alec Guinness, the gentleman who played Obi Wan in, I know um, how he said the it. New Hope. Yeah, I know says it the it. way. Okay, all right, fine. You know, you do you, boo. You do you, and no, okay. The uh, Maz Easley band, house band, at the at the cantina, mm-hmm. maybe one of the greatest pub bands of all time. Oh, hands down, nothing will stop them. No. That's it. Look at nice like jazz groove. Oh no, man, I'm telling you, solid. Huh? Back to the clash. I'm sorry. Back to the clash, son. I'm actually kind of upset how you interrupted them. I, you, uh, you know what? That was my bad, but I wanted to go to that. I thought it was a cool conversation. Also, what was the other scene? There was another scene. They were talking. Uh, you know what? I digress. Anyway, my favorite part of the podcast. Would this movie be better with the Clash song? And the answer is always yes. It's always yes, ladies and gentlemen. And they would probably be even better than the house band at the cantina. Personally, the Clash would be the greatest pub band of all time. And of course... The song we have to go with in this one. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah, baby. That would be the the song for this portion of the movie. And actually, my our reasoning why is we wanted to pick a song that was heavy on drums because it flashes to the dude just start like bashing the <laughs> heck out of it, which is something I totally. Oh, do. that was totally you. You were the one that was bashing the drums, dude. That was such a great scene, man. But yeah, but that's what we would choose. So there you go. And then Jen tells Kira about the prophecy. And Jen doesn't know what to do with the shard, but she told you there was a crack. Jen, you, 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 you dingus. How is this guy our savior, DJ? How is he still alive? How is this guy the guy? You know what I mean? I'm like, not, I'm starting to have second thoughts about this. Like, Kira, why, why don't you just be the awesome person for the movie and then let Jen, and then let Jen be the lazy person? I, I'm just, man, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I'm disappointed in Jen. You know what I mean? Get it together, buddy. Like, ugh, get a grip, man. <laughs> and then they start um, jamming out, and then the books crush the party as always. Why? Why? Like, they're just starting to get the groove. They're like the worst version of the Kool-Aid man. Just coming in and freaking breaking down <laughs> oh, walls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> except, except of the Kool-Aid man giving people Kool-Aid, he bursts through doors and kidnaps Podlings. So... Unbelievable. Meh, meh? But can we also go to the fact that Jen took forever to figure out that he had to leave yeah. the cantina or, excuse me, the pub at this point? Uh, because all he's doing is staring, looking around, and watching these poor guys. Get snapped up like they're cheddar biscuits. I, I'm, come on. Ooh. Ooh. I do love a good cheddar biscuit. Especially from Red Lobster. Oh. Mm. Okay. Sidetrack. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Food talk. <laughs> that should be a portion of the podcast. Food talk. <laughs> just got, just got a little steamy up in here, buddy. Eighty <laughs> 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 sax here. Return of the eighty sax. <laughs> oh. And then they escape with the help of Chamberlain. Yes, and that's right. Take the podlings, Dad theorizes, as the slaves. The slaves. Mm-hmm. I said it improperly because it's so wrong. It's just not a good look. And then Jen is hurt and then trucks the shard. Yeah, he's he's like really, really upset. Like he's like, like, why am I doing this mission? Well, Jen, to be honest with you, we're asking <laughs> ourselves the same thing. Why are you on this mission? And then he and chucks they- the shard. Mm-hmm. And then Kira fixes Jen's mood. I don't even want to talk about the next part. What? Oh. What? No. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, I think we're talking about when Jin yes. woke up in the arms of... Huh. <laughs> like, okay. At this point, I'm totally okay with you guys making it work. Because at least one half of you makes it a power couple. Oh. To eat it, Jen. Oh, Jen is getting the business, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm okay with that. But can you cut this scene out? Like, cut it out with the rest of the stuff we're not, where you don't need to see? I was talking about. I liked it. Okay? I liked it. Well, you've seen tons of movies with that kind of stuff, so you don't get to have yeah, to I, You know what, dude? You know, you're going to have to eventually get over, okay? Because the mushy mush is going to be there, buddy. Well, I'm not going to be able to ever watch a romance movie after doing this podcast. <laughs> and then the shard, and then the shard is there. It's like, Kira probably just picked it up and it's just like, Jen, you stink. Well, Jin didn't even notice that the shard yeah. was there. He just walks by it. Yeah. And obviously, Kira picks it up because she's awesome. Yeah, Kira's the best. And then they come into the old ruins. And then Kira has a moment in the throne, which I mean, yes, queen. Oh, yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. We need some more of that action. Take that throne, baby. <laughs> we are, we grovel at your feet, madame. <laughs> and Jen breaks down the writing on the wall. Kira asks what the symbols are. It's writing. Kira asks, what's writing? Jen says, words that stay. <laughs> Jen. We're going to need to have a talk, buddy. Just the oversimplification of things, that's all. Wait, does he see words flying in the air? Like, we're going to need to have a talk. We're going to say, uh, stay. Uh, <laughs> word, stay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a freaking dog, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. And then Jen tells us that a gelfling ha- is has to be the one that puts the crystal in there. Okay. And fixes Zewil. Yeah. To yep. restart the beginning or the... I don't get it. I, and I mean, talk about pressure, because there's only two left. Under pressure. Under pressure. That's good. If anyone gets that queen reference, say something on IG. I mean, you just gave it away. Well, if anyone got it in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see Chamberlain come in. No. (laughs) That's my bit, man. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) He tries to convince Jen and Kira to come to the castle and make peace. Please, wait. Please make peace. The Gelflings don't buy it all, and they bounce. I say, I say, it's a trap. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> um, Jin and Kira need some transport, so Kira calls these things called land striders. Yes. And the running scene's super dope. Dude, those land striders are super, super cool. Oh, yeah. And actually, what... It looks like it's kind of like a cross between a rabbit and an eater, mm-hmm. and they're performed by um, uh, people that like sit in the suit and they like walk with stilts, so professional stilt walkers. I yeah. think is what they're called. Yeah. And um, they basically they had to walk around and they had like all these wires and stuff, um, and to protect them in case they like broke their neck on the ground or something. Which I mean. You know, we we did, we might need that. Like they they might be important. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we we might need their necks to stay intact. Apparently, know? apparently the whole setup that they had for uh for the land striders mm-hmm. uh, was like a series of like uh wires and like a pulley system as well. Nice. And apparently, it allowed like the stilt walkers to like run on stilts and stuff without the fear of them like falling over and, and as you alluded to, like yeah. breaking their neck and stuff. So yeah, it's really cool. And then they suck the living essence from the pods, which I mean, or the podlings. Yeah. Mean, this, why is this movie PG? Why? Well, I mean, I I get, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I see what like, you're saying. This movie could be easily PG-13 if it was remade now. I mean, you can, you can obviously see why I think some parents kind of objected to, you know, their children seeing this film. Because there was some really kind of... Yeah. Oh, some... And then this next bit is even worse. He drinks the living essence. Yeah. That's like some Dracula stuff. Like Simon Belmont. Smash him. This is Castlevania. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Apparently the the essence was to make the emperor young, as a matter of fact. But it was a scam. Oh, it was a total scam. Well, 
to it, it, it worked, you know. It, it, well, actually, to allude to something we said earlier. Right. It would have been something to actually take a good picture so you could actually get a good match. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. So he's like, he, they take the essence to uh, get their, like, uh, their dating profile pic. <laughs> that's funny. Big oh, brain. yes. Big brain. Yes. Okay. Pat oneself on the back. There you go. <laughs> and then they get chased. The, the creature bug thingamajigs come in and um, start... I don't know how to phrase this PG. Um, beating the life out of the land striders. Oh and yeah! Because they're like moaning too, and I'm just like. Yeah, that land fi- that land strider fight scene that they have was really really cool. The way that like Jan and Kira like saw them, mm-hmm. you know, coming up with the podlings uh, on their back. Yeah. And then they're just coming in and like pushing them out the way and like, dude, that was a really cool. I mean, well, it was a really cool scene until until it wasn't. And then. And then uh, um, things started happening and, uh, screams. Yeah, yeah, the two Land Striders didn't end up doing uh, they, that they well. They didn't make it on. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they, did, they didn't do that well in the fight, but they did distract enough mm-hmm. for, uh, Jen, uh, and, um, Kira. Kira to help out the slaves. And... Or the podlings, I yeah. should say. And then Kira and Jen jump, and then Kira has wings. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, queen. Just, yes. <laughs> just another thing to make her that much cooler than Jin for crying out loud. And then Jin starts being a selfish jerk. Why? Why? Wings? Happened? I don't have wings. Oh yeah. And then Kira's like, of course, because you're a boy, dingus. <laughs> how, how do you not know that? Eat it, Jin. You don't get wings. <laughs> Advantage, girl gelflings. Yes. <laughs> Advantage, girl gelflings. I mean, sorry. That was in Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm Instant taking the girl fatality. with the wings. Like, I'm never playing with Jen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, he's absolute garbage. He garbage. can't even do a fatality. <laughs> fatality. No one wins because there isn't any. <laughs> and then Chamberlain clocks him in the castle. Yep. And then Chamberlain... Well, Jen tries to hit Chamberlain, but that doesn't end well for him. Well, he ends up stabbing him with the shard. Oh, cuts him. Yeah, he cuts and him. And then we see a mystic start bleeding, which... At the same time that uh, Chamberlain got cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is interesting, buddy. And then Chamberlain returns to the court with... Because um, he kidnapped Kira. Mm-hmm. And returns to the court. And then they said, take the essence and then kill her. Brutal, dude. Brutal. Jeez. And I guess the emperor thinks that the essence of the Gelfling is going to do much better than the mm-hmm. gel- the the podling essence as and well. And then Chamberlain gets his robes back. Boo! Boo! You creep! And then Ogra, with her eye... On the table, because that's just a normal thing to do. Explain to me how the hell Ogra got her daggone eyeball on that table. Did she just chuck the eyeball? Just like, pop, boop, and just threw it out there? There was no one, like, noticing it. It's just like, well, I'm going to cast this into the table. Right, 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 right. Like, no one notices that there's a flipping eyeball on that table, dude. <laughs> I mean, unless there's things and stuff going on in there. I mean, there's a lot of animals and whatnot. I'm sure there's distractions allure. But I'm sorry if I'm walking into my laboratory. And I see an eyeball? I'm going to see an eyeball. Well, we don't know if there's things and stuff going on in there. Uh, so. I don't know, dude. I don't care about the things and stuff. I'm, I'm going to notice a daggone <laughs> eyeball, okay? Crying out loud. And then Jen comes in to, and tells Kira to fight. Because, obviously, Jen's alive. I mean, you can't kill the main character in anything. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately. Well, why? <laughs> and then Kira calls all the animals because she's awesome, and the animals wreck havoc. They do wreck havoc. You're right, my man. I mean, we might we might need. I know we've probably said this already, but we might need to insert white right there. <laughs> oh, oh, are you putting in another clash song? Maybe. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. And then the animal push pushes a skexy into the lava, and then one. Of the mystics just burst into flames and die. Another connection. Mom, you were right. You are our savior. Just mom's an absolute genius. Never seen the movie and she's like, hmm, 
I've already figured it out. <laughs> I know everything. And then con- the conjunction, the conjunction mm-hmm. is almost here. That's a weird name. Yeah. Conjunction, junction. What's your function? <laughs> I like it. You might get a Broadway award. Oh, get something. out of here. <laughs> Jin falls down the pit of despair, which... How original. <laughs> How original. Is that pit... Not full of nightmares, okay? Why don't we call it the pit of nightmares, not the pit of despair? That's been used in, like, every horror novel ever. Okay, fine. Gosh, I'm sorry if I put down the pit of despair. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, say it like a Karen. You have to. I'll get out of here. Anyway. Please. (laughs) Um, and then Magritham come, like, tons of them, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like... In the pit of despair. Yes. Obviously. And I'm just like, nope. I'm going to walk out that way. Not enough bug spray in the world to get rid of those things. Crying Um, out loud. Jen escapes out the whole pit and tries, and he ends up climbing out. The mystics finally make it to the castle. Yeah, took him a minute. Jen sees Ogre alive. Things are happening. (laughs) Things things are happening. chant so they can go in pretty much it's like um yeah because yeah. the bugs stopped them at mm-hmm. the entrance yep yeah that's really interesting and then the skexies make their way to the dark crystal and then jen sees kira and then they connect by the way they're just sitting there doing absolutely nothing how do the skexies not clock them immediately uh, okay and that's the thing too is like how are they not trying to get to each other as well they see each other and they're just like oh ah. and then just like waving and everything I'm like guys what are you doing like this is the only bit where i'm mad at kira yeah well you also have to understand pardon me you also have to understand that kira just got a lot of essence yeah drained out of her right now so she's not a hundred percent but even at 50 percent badass <laughs> i'm taking kira over daggone jen oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and by the way that seems way too <laughs> it is like I think they could have done away with a lot of the walking, mm-hmm. um, you know, to take away like some minutes from that scene. But mm-hmm. of course, I think that's just again the puppeteers flexing one mm-hmm. more time. And then the Skeksis clock both gulflings, and then obviously they don't do anything. They just send the bugs because they're lazy. Yeah, well, that's right. They don't do any fighting of their own unless it's no. hitting a daggone rock. <laughs> Jen jump for. Or Jen ends up jumping yes. from the dark crystal. Yep. And then being the lazy bum that he is, drops the shard. Well, I wouldn't say that he was lazy. Like, I mean, he did jump to the crystal. However, he's got butterfingers. How do you daggone drop the shard? You got one job, Jen. <laughs> one freaking job, dude. And then you allow Kira, who might be your potential girlfriend, to get stabbed? Bad move, man. Bad, bad okay, move. first of all, bro, you dropped the shard, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, that's the first bad move, right? And then you have the scuffle to get the shard on the bottom. You got the Skeksis and 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 um and Kira fighting for it. Kira gets it, right? Tosses it up to Jin because mm-hmm. she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to our girl? Shink. Shanked. Right in the daggone back, dude. Jin shows no motion. Well, actually, he kind of does. Uh, he does. I, I He does show a little bit. Not enough for me. Oh, no. Okay? No, not no, nearly enough. No, no, no. I'm talking... I need to see rage. Okay? <laughs> I need to see you go blackout crazy mm-hmm. and taking out all them daggone birds. Like, like his fist just... And then he just starts, like, going full on Rambo on just, them. Just going crazy. I need to see it. Where's the energy, bro? Yes. Your girl just got stabbed, my G. And then the three suns align. And then the conjunction pretty much begins. Mm-hmm. He picks up... Kira and then starts crying, which I mean, well, where was this earlier? The sunbeam comes yeah. into the crystal and then he he puts the shard in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when he, he does it? Pew! He got he gets yeeted off the crystal when he puts it in. like, and then he holds her as the world is crumbling down mm-hmm. around him. Although then again, at that bit, I'm not mad at him. Uh, fair enough. Because I'd probably do the same thing. Okay, All right. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> I'm not that itchy. <laughs> And then Ogre finds the dog, because apparently it got lost. Well, it ended up uh, getting uh, thrown down the pit, you remember? The lava pit by the Skeksis. Like, I'm going to just yoink you yeah. out there. <laughs> and then the Skeksis and the Mystics become one. They become tree people called Urskeksis. Urskeks, I think is how you pronounce it. I could be wrong. And of course, Aqua, if we're saying it wrong, please feel free to... 
let us know. For now, I know some of you might actually know the name, but I'm just going to call them Tree People for the sake of remembering. (laughs) And then they admit that they were very selfish and very arrogant, Mm -hmm. which caused the separation. They were the ones that caused the actual shard to be dislodged, yeah. And then Jen, well, they thank Jen for saving them. Ugh! Dude. And I think they probably thanked him because, oh, somebody's flipping dead! And then the Yersirks um, end up, like, ser- like seriously, like, saying, man, we were actually pretty horrible yeah, people. Yeah, and we kind of didn't really do well a thousand years ago. No, that, no, our no, bad. No, no, no. Our bad. And, you know, because our bad... We bring back Kira. There we go. So, Kira, dump this guy. Yeah, he's a loser. That's exactly right. Get rid of this dude. I mean, I understand he might be the only Gelfling left, but you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe turn your dog into a Gelfling. <laughs> I don't know. No. 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 Probably not. Oh, wait. The way it opens his mouth would be weird. Yep, oh, no. really weird. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're just going to get rid of that. Um, everything becomes super pretty. And then Finn. Yep. And that's the end of the movie, man. And by the way, Kira is our hero, lord, and savior. Kira is the winner of the movie. She's the true hero mm-hmm. of the movie. Way better in <laughs> so many more aspects than Jin. What, what does Jin do? He, what is he bringing to this relationship right now, dude? I'm um, being a dingus. Uh, that's it. That's all he's providing, okay? Because he sure as heck not a protector, no. for crying out loud. He doesn't okay? even know how to use a sword. I mean, Kira, hands down, we bow to you, ma'am. We're not worthy! <laughs> We're not worthy! <laughs> We're not worthy! <laughs> Ooh, if Kira and Mom were a team in politics... Oh, yes. man. President and vice president right yes. there. They're running the world, baby. We don't need... All right, we're just going to move all these men except for my son. Um, my son and my husband. And Willa. There we go. Rule the world, ladies. Kara and mom for president and vice president. <laughs> I like it. And that's the movie, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, we had a lot of fun doing it. And uh, <laughs> Shout out to Aqua. Shout out to Aqua. Thank you so much for the suggestion. Uh, we were going to do this movie, but I think you picked the perfect time to do it. Yeah. And, um, well, bef- well, I would like to thank everyone. Yes. And before we'd go, we would like to, to leak the next movie. Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors. That's right. Frank Oz's first movie outside of The Help of Jim Henson. Little Shop of Horrors, man. What a fantastic film. And by be. the way... That piranha plant? Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Aubrey, too. Anyway, thanks again for listening, guys. And remember, be kind. And smile at someone today, because you, go- you never know what's going on th- during this crazy time. Peace, guys. Adios.